everybody. Hi, friends. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And for the third time in uh, one minute, I'm Dan Beecher. I, I took a lot of runs at the at our opening today. <laughs> pissed, this far in. Pissed Frank off. It's not very promising, folks. <laughs> I'm just going to warn you. It's a, I'm being tripped up. I am committed to saying friends instead of guys. And my brain won't allow it. Oh, all right. Well, coming up today, guys, friends, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we've got uh, we're going to be talking about Christianity Mm. uh, under attack in this country. Oh, oh, just by on all sides persecuted beyond belief. And 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 what if they're not? But I do think that they're picking up on the idea. And it's not wrong that we don't like them. <laughs> what? <laughs> and they're starting to feel it. There's, and it's maybe just feeding a little bit into their persecution complex. It's not fair is what it is. <laughs> it's just not fair. We'll talk about it at, uh, in, in the last segment of the uh, show. Yeah. Uh, but first, Dan, yeah. I've got the story of a billboard in Georgia. I'm a big fan of billboards. Yeah. I think they're beautiful. Ah. Beautiful. I love oh. to drive down a country lane <laughs> and it, see a giant. You, you look up and you're just like, oh, thank God. I was having to look at all of that uh, scenery before, oh. but now, thank God, there's something in front of it. And the, the big giant TV screen ones, even better. Oh, yeah. They're changing oh, all the time. Just the best. Don't, well, don't like this ad? Just wait 20 <laughs> seconds. I guess... A good thing about billboards is that pretty much anybody who rustles up enough money uh, can put a big old sign up for all to see. Yeah. Uh, and some Christians down in Oglethorpe, Georgia. Don't just make up towns. Oglethorpe? Frank. Oh, I'm sorry. Fort o- Oglethorpe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now it makes sense. <laughs> Before I was like, no, there's no such place. But now that I know that it's Fort Orglethorpe. It's Ur- impossible. Orglethorpe. <laughs> Ur- um, they put up a uh, pro-Trump billboard that, uh, you know, they they like to think of, of Trump as the second coming. Yeah. Is that what they're thinking? Is that what they're saying these days? Anyway. Well, th- no. This, they're, was, they're... this was what was printed on the billboard. Okay. Next to Trump's face. Said, unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulders. Uh, and it says joint heirs Romans eight seventeen, isn't that lovely? Uh, and wait, and it's a reference to Trump. Yeah, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulders. Yeah, no, that's a reference to Jesus. No, in the Bible to Trump. Okay, well, I can see why somebody <laughs> might get mad, and it is, and it's not even us. Well, okay, here's the thing. I don't know if the billboard was up long enough for anybody to even get all that mad about it. I mean, it's infuriating. Yeah. Um, but they got it wrong. It's the that's not it's that's not Romans. No, I actually knew that it's because Isaiah. that's because yeah because, because it's it's prophecy about the Messiah. Right. Right. And it's and that and I knew that it was from Isaiah because it's from the uh, it's in the uh, the Handel's Messiah. Sure. Yeah. And and yeah, that's not that's, that's not the, and that's how most people know it. Yeah. It's from the you Messiah. Know, the, from something. From man, <laughs> it's clearly right. Yeah, that's anyway. Um, 
And the government shall be upon his shoulder. Anyway, uh, so they're saying Trump is Jesus. So they're saying they're Trump just, is Jesus, but they're not even getting the billboard right. Right. Um, and I mean, it was a typo, right? But it's so, it's just fun when they don't even get their own thing, right? <laughs> right. While they're getting the whole idea of Christianity wrong, right? When they're getting the whole idea like, yeah. of, of yeah. Trump and... You know, maybe Christian they've got a different Bible. Maybe they've got their own Trump Bible now. I wouldn't doubt it. The, and and that is, yeah, it's 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 Saint Don's epistle to the to the Romans. Yeah, but this Christian nationalism nonsense. Like, I mean, this is it. Yeah, they, like, how the fuck does anybody look at that guy and be like, oh yeah, that's Jesus coming? Back. They're literally <laughs> putting up a billboard about it. This yeah. isn't someone in his basement going, I think Trump is Jesus. <laughs> No. This is they raised fifteen hundred dollars or whatever to put up a billboard in Fort Oglethorpe. Yeah, and uh, and there you go. So, and what's amazing is that somebody not connected to whoever put that up mm -hmm. looked at that billboard, and their hearts swelled with pride. Yeah, multiple people looked up at that and went, "Oh, that's that's damn right, right there." Well, and a ton of people looked up at it, and the only problem they had was that it had the wrong verse. <laughs> Man, that ain't from there. <laughs> I think they got that wrong. What I'm a, a shame. That's a lovely billboard. I'm gonna I'm look that up. How dare they? <laughs> yeah, that's uh. That, but I mean, surely some Christians balked at the equating of Donald Trump, even if they like him, to Jesus. Hmm. Surely, sure. Oh my God. I don't know. Maybe not in Fort Oglethorpe. Maybe not. Jesus. I just want to keep saying that. I'm there impressed. There to be more stories from Fort Oglethorpe. Oh, yeah. Oglethorpe. You were doing well for a second there. I was going to give you props and then you ruined it. You kept talking. <laughs> uh, well, from Fort Oglethorpe to, uh, to South Burlington, Vermont, uh, where hmm. there, there is news from the St. Joseph's Orphanage. Yeah. Uh, which is closed, which has been closed since I think the 60s. Oh, okay. Um, but a bunch of the kids who were raised there have gotten together now. There was, mm -hmm. a, there was a BuzzFeed article, I think, uh, that kind of blew the doors off of the fact that this was a house of extreme abuse. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Sexual abuse, yes, but also... Uh, physical abuse, emotional, deep emotional abuse. Oh God! People telling stories about like one kid being like thrown to his death off of a off of the what? roof or something. Uh, a girl being forced to slap herself in the face fifty times for being naughty or whatever. Like it almost you would almost just think that these were just stories, right? Like how awful these are. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. Like in a in a bad horror movie or yeah. something about about the bad orphanage yeah but uh but you know when it when the, when the catholics are involved <laughs> you don't have to have a bad movie it just writes itself God. so anyway yes this was a catholic run orphanage oh golly uh the the statue of limitations did expire mm. on on this uh so so the people who are, who were the children they're now in their 50s to 80s oh god uh and they they're uh you know they 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 can't really sue the church for restitution at this point although they were instrument, instrumental in getting laws passed 
to uh, take away a statute of limitations for that kind of oh, that's for good. abuse okay. of children, which right. there should be none. Right, like there should be no statute of limitations. What they've what they have done is gotten together and just said, "Hey, church that was involved in our horrific abuse all through our childhood, would you mind paying for our therapy?" Oh, okay. Which I think is a uh, a very that's reasonable reasonable thing to ask for. No, uh, I I haven't I I don't know what the response has been. Uh, I I don't think there's been a response yet, but uh, I do think that the the church I know that they're listening mm-hmm. uh, the Catholic Church right now to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I encourage you to pay for their therapy. No, because they've got something better. <laughs> they do. Just the go see a priest. Jesus. <laughs> just go. Just go see a priest. That's what the priests are for. Just uh, you know, go confess your sins because mm-hmm. you're a sinner, mm-hmm. and then talk to these these uh, men who wear the same clothing as the people who abused you. Mm. Surely they're good now. <laughs> there, there, there shouldn't be any problem. It was nuns and priests that were abusive, by the way. That's fun. That doesn't shock me at all. No, no, no literally, we should all be afraid of anyone in those in those outfits. Yeah, no, they're horrifying. Uh, if history teaches us anything about these people, <laughs> yeah. there may be. I mean, I'm sure that there are good ones too. Like, of course, there are good priests and nuns. Yeah, but I'm not. Look, you're wearing the the uniform of a bunch of people who were who are the literally the worst humans. So, no, I'm not going to trust you. You're willing to put on the same clothes that those guys put on. Hmm. I'm not going to, yeah. Fuck hmm. that. All right. So, Dan. Yeah. In in sort of those early days of, like, Donald Trump as president and early days after the election. Sure. Right? Um, there, there was kind of this moment where I remember thinking about the evangelical movement and their embrace of Donald Trump. And thinking, well, that's going to alienate a lot of them, right? <laughs> right, because it was so political and so, so obviously just like, um, just for the power, mm. right? This alignment of the evangelical leaders with, right. with Trump, and uh, and I think that that was a, a commonly held, you know, sentiment, right? I don't know the, if you've ever felt that way, but like, surely this is going to get sort of your casual evangelicals this is, out of the movement. This is right? a bridge too far even for them. Right, exactly. Well, the Pew Research Center um, looked into this. Okay. Um, actually, um, they have a, a an ongoing, uh, let's see, what is it called? It's the uh, American Trends Panel. Okay. Where they keep going back to the same single group of respondents oh. over time in order to get a sense of like, where the country's going because okay. it's the same people. They keep going back and asking questions about their this attitudes like, about this like or that. Two to five people. That they've got on <laughs> it's, a, it's a huge panel of people. <laughs> um, but they've used this group to kind of get a sense of what was happening within the evangelical movement sure. vis-a-vis Donald Trump. The Donald. Uh, and uh, sort of contrary to, this, to the sense that I had, there's actually now more people aligned with, or I guess I should say more white uh, <laughs> Americans who have aligned themselves with and have adopted the evangelical or born again 
you know, labels. Interesting. Uh, and in fact, while they did uh, lose some, because there were those that left, there was sort of a net gain. It was actually net positive for them. I don't, I, I don't doubt that in the least. And the reason is that I think what a lot of these people are looking for isn't a theology. It's not a cosmology. What they're looking for is something to excite them mm. and make them feel jazzed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and being against somebody, which Donald Trump, being pro-Donald Trump is about being against other people. Like, that's what it is. It's about, I can, I can finally be racist. I can be homophobic. Mm. I can hate to my heart's content. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can have enemies. Mm. I can hate the Muslims. I can hate the immigrants. I can hate all these people. And that is exciting, mm. and it gets uh, gets your blood pumping, gets your uh, get, gets your brain chemicals going. Mm-hmm. I think that's what people want. They don't they don't want a theology. They don't care about you know. Everybody's offering what happens after death. Yeah. Well, and I think they also want an identity. Yes. Right. And this is obviously the people who loved Trump the most. And if you're a Trump lover, yeah, you know where you got to go, right? Mm. You got to get over to the, that evangelical side of things. I'll, I'll bet that's where a lot of the Mormons are going. You think rather than skizzing, they're just, uh, they're just finding these, uh, evangelical guys who are, who are hollering the right hate. I guess. I wonder, I wonder too. It doesn't seem very compatible. You grew up Mormon. <laughs> Evangelical is oh. really foreign, right? Yeah, like, it, you're right. You're right. It it, it is like born a, again is like it's such a weird concept. It's hard to wrap your head around it. Like if you it's, if you're a Mormon, it, you're like, what do you mean? All you have to do is just like shout out Jesus's name and run down the aisle and be baptized. And right, you're born again and it's like going from a scuzzy port to a usb you don't know what you're doing there are lessons you have to take series of lessons and (laughs) commit to things and then you get baptized yeah and then you have other things you have to commit like it's true but mormonism is very mormonism is 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 a is a unique there there are peculiar people (laughs) anyway to get to some of these numbers just real quick let's see so they're looking at 2016 and 2020 so these are uh, white Americans. That, so it's saying there was no mass departure of white Americans from evangelical Protestantism. Among all white adults who participated in both surveys, 25% in 2016 described themselves as born again or evangelical. Okay. In 2020, that number had grown to 29%. Ew. Right. This is white Americans. That's, ah. Yeah. Gross, right? You guys. If if your cousin, who you know has not been an evangelical, comes to you and says, hey, do you love Jesus? Just slap. (laughs) The thing to do is slap at that point. And then amongst, uh, let's see. So this is white Americans with warm views toward Trump. Oh. Right. I feel warmly towards Trump. I wouldn't um, say I love him, but there's a warmth there. <laughs> uh, they were far more likely than those with less favorable views of Donald Trump to begin identifying as born again or evangelical hmm. right? or born again slash even evangelicals. Interesting. Uh, so, so these are white respondents 
um, who did not identify as evangelicals in 2016 and who expressed, but expressed a warm view of Donald Trump, uh, 16% began describing themselves as born again by 2020. Wow. So there's a, there's this thing. I mean, this is, this is Christian nationalism. That's what they're being drawn toward. Yeah. And, and they know what religious group it is to go be both politically and religiously what they want to be. Yeah. And it's over there in crazy land. So, and then there are more numbers. There are things uh, they looked at like non, but then there's interesting numbers with the non-white U.S. adults who abandoned the 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 born again slash evangelical label. Okay. Um. So in 2016, 26 percent identified of of that group identified as born again slash evangelical, and then 25 percent in in 2020. Okay. So, um, so they lost a point is again, there was this offsetting that was happening. Yeah. So they're, they're really just not losing their followers. Oh, gross members of the group. Gross. Well, okay. Speaking of gross, I got some more, uh, yuck to discuss. Um, I, I don't know when, when, when was the last time you stayed in a, in a Hilton hotel? You know, I don't know that I have ever. I don't know. I know I've never stayed in one that was a Hilton. Oh, but you might right? have stayed in one of their subsidiary. It's possible. Sure. They, yeah. Hilton Hotels owns lots of different. Uh, yeah. And I don't know what they all are. I don't either. Okay. Uh, but, but I you, will say this. <clears throat> but you've stayed in them. Yeah. At least one. Hmm. Okay. That I can think of. Multiple. I think multiple. Anyway, here's one that I, I, I won't likely ever be staying in. Okay. Uh, but it is going to happen. It doesn't exist yet. But it is going to happen in spite of lots of people saying it shouldn't happen. Okay. Uh, it's going up in uh, Xinjiang province chi- in China. Okay. Now, those of you who are uh, really up on your Chinese uh, geography will note that that is where the Uyghurs largely congregate mm-hmm. in yeah. China. Yeah. Uh, the Uyghurs being a... An, an ethnic minority in China who are largely Muslim mm-hmm. uh, and are currently being genocided mm-hmm. uh, in in China and also and right now there are more Uyghurs in concentration camps there's than there have ever been in, anybody in concentration camps since World War II. Jesus Christ! Over a million, they say. Unbelievable people in. Uh, con- uh, <clears throat> Just a total different topic, but I, I can't believe the international community is like not doing anything. Oh, they're they're using some pretty sternly worded language. <laughs> some memos have been sent. There there has been some uh, some some strong disagreement from the international community. <laughs> it's shocking. No uncertain terms. Yeah, uh, they are using the term genocide. They're just not actually doing anything to stop it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so. The Hilton International has decided to build a new hotel on a specific spot. It's oh. it's a bulldozed spot. There's nothing there. So why would anyone object? It's been cleared off. It's been cleared. Oh, nice. Of course, it was a mosque. Oh, before. Shoot. It was a, uh, a Uyghur mosque that oh, has been shoot. bulldozed by the Chinese oh. government or or maybe just by the uh the developer that the chinese government gave permission to just bulldoze uh it's one of approximately 
uh, 65% of the province's mosques, which numbers to about 16,000 mosques. What? That they estimate uh, have been severely damaged or destroyed by the Chinese authorities since 2017. 16,000? 16,000 mosques. 16,000 of anything. Yeah, not in China. (laughs) In China, you can get 16,000 of everything. There's no thing that you can't have. If you you need it tomorrow, you can have 16,000 American flags on your doorstep. (laughs) Well, yeah. In China. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, they, they apparently, and that only represents 65% of the, of the mosques, but, uh, yeah. Unbelievable. So, uh, obviously the international community, especially the Muslim international community is not okay with this and is asking companies not to participate in it by, you know, building on the sites where these things were knocked down. <sighs> God, um, but Hilton has decided to decided to give a thumbs up to this, even though they were contacted by multiple organizations, uh, including the Council on American Islamic Relations, the World Uyghur Congress, the Uyghur Human Rights Project, uh, and oh. and uh, other. Uh, and, and you know, people are saying, you know, what they're saying is like, "Hey, Hilton, you signed the UN Global Compact." Mm. Uh, you've committed yourself to supporting international human rights. Yeah. Maybe don't, uh, participate, you know, maybe go a a block away from where they already knocked down a mosque. Yeah. I don't know. Being associated with genocide, it didn't hurt Siemens or Volkswagen. Yeah. Yeah. And like Siemens built the damned ovens. And, they? That, and, now, they? <laughs> and now they do. I don't know. I think they did. Okay. Well, but I, anyway. Yeah. I mean, there's pl- there are plenty of companies that seem to have survived association so with genocide. it didn't genocide hurt them. That's what fine. I'm saying. So, I mean. I mean, I think Hilton will, will survive this one. Here's is, the thing. Uh, it's not like the Muslims are the big popular group. You know what I mean? It's not like Americans are sitting up and taking notice of this. Like non-Muslim Americans are sitting up and going, they did What? Well, I think we should. I am doing that. Yeah. Because like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't like Muslims. An, I hate the Muslim religion. Islam's horror. It, it is a true horror. And But I'm going to stand up for this. Just the, hum, just the basic human right and dignity. And, you know, being against genocide is yeah. usually a, a, a pretty easy stance. Yeah. It's, pre- it's pretty, it's pretty non-controversial to yeah. just be like, you know what about that genocide? I think not. (laughs) I say nay. I vote no. Do I get a vote? Are we voting on the genocide? Because I say no. Just to be clear. No, I don't get a vote. Oh, okay. Oh, well, then do your thing. I'll just go back to my coffee then. Mm, All right. Well, oh, God. Well, moving on Mm. to story about Islam, I guess, in a way. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you were going to say genocide. I was like, no. No. Um, some surprising remarks uh, from President Abdel Fattah of Egypt. Yeah. Um, that he made during the launch of the National Human Rights Strategy. Wait, Egypt is launching a National Human Rights Strategy? No, I believe this is like um, maybe a UN 
type thing. Oh, okay. It's it's some it's an international okay. or other. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, no. I was no. so confused for a minute there. <laughs> <laughs> no, um so he he says or said, um, I respect non-believers. If somebody tells me they are neither Muslim nor Christian nor a Jew, or that he or she does not believe in religion, I would tell them, you are free to choose. Oh, how generous of you. Right. Thank you. And it is not because I am not protective of my religion. I am. Uh, and that is why I respect the will of non-believers, which is based on freedom of belief a God-given right, but it, but then he continued. But will a society that has been conditioned to think in a certain way for at least ninety years accept this? He says. Um, speaking of his own society. Speaking of his own. Interesting. Um, and so a lot of people were like, "Oh wow, this is the president of Egypt saying nice things about atheists." You know, a right. country. Uh, he's from a country where back in two thousand thirteen. Uh, Pew Research shockingly revealed that nearly 90% of Egypt's Muslims believe that leaving Islam should be punishable by death. Right. Um, I mean, they all it's in their book. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do to an apostate Muslim. Yeah. And during the Arab Spring, remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a moment when a lot of people felt like they could get onto the internet. And say openly what they actually thought about things. Oh, you poor deluded idiots! And then the whole idiots. thing amounted to not a lot. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then everybody knew what these people thought. Yeah. And uh, so the the article talks about this one uh, blogger who uh, his neighbors surrounded his house and were chanting and wanted to basically drag him out into the streets and do whatever. His mom called the cops. And instead of doing anything about the mob, they arrested him. Right. Right. Um, Which ironically might have made him safer. It's hard to know. Yeah. Uh, he somehow got out on bail at some point during the uh, the, the horrifying events that followed his yeah. arrest. Um, and he is now out of the country. Oh, yeah. Um, you, you, you don't you, stick around. You, you leave. You leave. But this is... This is really, really sort of a very shocking thing. And people are like, what is going on? Right? With, yeah. Like, like, like this, is, uh, this is not a country that has, you know, uh, a great history with like protecting right. <laughs> religious minorities, much less atheists. Cool. And here is their president saying nice things, right? But then also acknowledging, oh, but, but we can't do that here. Right. Like, me personally, I'm fine, but like, yeah, you're not going <laughs> to let make no mistake, listener. Mm -hmm. You're not okay to be an atheist in, in Egypt. Right. Uh, don't, don't come out. If you're in Egypt right now, it's, it's not that time. Yeah. But, uh, a, uh, Cairo based newspaper by the name of Al Sabah, and, and they don't know how they got these numbers, but they claimed that there were, uh, as many as 3 million atheists in Egypt. Okay. And I mean, again, it's not based on anything, but their, but their sense of it is there's a lot of atheists here. Sure. Right. There's and, a lot of atheists anywhere because yeah. there's plenty of people who can look at the claims of religion and Fair say, enough. oh, this is very clearly not true. Whether you can admit that you're an atheist or not is a totally different in, uh, uh, bag of worms. Yeah. Oh, I know. And, but, um, and again, not great numbers to support it, but I read an article earlier this week about, 
uh, the rise of, of atheism in Muslim countries. Yeah. And that the numbers are growing and that, that young Muslims are like, you know, speaking, you know, very softly and quietly to each other about their disbelief. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's scarier to do it there, but, uh, they have the internet too. Yeah, I know. So and it's like modernity is like, we have, we have had list we have listeners in Egypt. No, I know. We have know listeners in almost all of the Muslim countries, which, uh, which I, I get the sense that at least a few of them are, are usually like Americans on an air force base or something like that. But yeah, but still, I don't know. Who yeah. knows? All I'm saying is take care of yourself. There are still plenty of countries that will execute you for being Mormon or Mormon. Where'd that come from? Maybe too. Maybe that, but atheist is where I was going, what I was going for just then. All right. Well, uh, I thought I'd leave us with uh, two different stories of quasi-famous pastors that we have spoken of on this show many times. Okay. Uh, and and it's a contrast. It's a study in contrast. Mm-hmm. Kent Hovind, uh, we talked about a couple weeks ago. He, this is the guy that uh, that had Adventureland, Dinosaur Adventureland. Uh, he's he's the the guy that uh, is convinced that uh, the dinosaurs were killed in Noah's flood and mm, uh, yeah, okay, all, all of that sort of silly nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and he's all broccoli is somehow proof that God exists. That sort of stuff. Wait, uh, it's not. It turns out no. Uh, his argument wasn't as strong as I had hoped. Oh, I thought. I thought he. Fin- I thought finally I had met my match. But indeed, no. <laughs> anyway, Hovind was uh, his his partner, his his non wife uh, girlfriend partner person. Hmm? Uh, recently, had filed for a protective order, a restraining order oh. from him. Oh. Now it turns out. He has been sentenced to one year in jail, oh. but the judge will let him serve only 30 days in a county jail uh, for, uh, for abusing, abusing this person. Um, he'll have to pay a, hold on to your hats, $500 fine, uh, as well as court costs and, uh, and a bail bond fee uh, amounting to, he'll, he'll pay well over 2,000 whole dollars. Oh wow! For the whole thing. I bet. Oh, that's gonna break the bank. Oh my goodness, he's uh, he's in trouble. Anyway, uh, he he's a, an abusive piece of shit. Is yeah. is uh, is the answer to that? And no longer just accused abusive piece of shit, but rather uh, convicted abusive piece. So of shit. no longer alleged. Not alleged. Yeah, you don't <laughs> for legal reasons. You can allege it also, but you can also just state it uh, as fact. Right. Uh, meanwhile, on the other side of things, there there's Pastor Robert Jeffress. Oh yeah, who who looks like he who perpetually looks like he just ate uh, a lemon out of a dirty shoe. <laughs> like he just always has that look about him. So puckered and square. Yeah, look, look at that face. Tell me that that's not exactly what he looks like. <laughs> I've just shown Frank a, a photo of the man. He looks. There's like, definitely a foul odor. In <laughs> it's just anyway, uh, he we have talked about him many times for just horrific things that he has said. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you one thing. He is pro vaccine and has come out uh, very strongly. 
he has said that he and his staff are neither offering nor encouraging members to seek religious exemptions from the vaccine mandates. Hmm. And he went even further saying, quote, there is no credible religious argument against the vaccines. Well, uh, how are his followers taking this? I, I imagine uh, not very well. Yeah. Because he's a frequent Fox News contributor. Yeah. He is a, he is a dyed in the wool asshole, but apparently he got one right. Well, I mean, at a certain point, we need, they're probably tired of this pandemic and right? even just talking about it. They've realized they've gotten everything they can get out of it. Right. Well, and From now like denying and, and now they're the looking at the numbers it. and seeing that it's all their people who are dying. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. At this point, the number like like literally thousands of their people die every day. Yeah. And all of a sudden, those old people's money is going to their children instead of to them. Yep. This is bad. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> this is not good. Like He just needs to do this for uh, for the for the checkbook. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, that anyway, must be a terrible. Position but but look, in. I don't care where the messaging comes from, as long as the right messaging is actually finally getting out there. God. I, I I'm the thing is the damage is done. <clears throat> like how many people is he really winning over at this point? If it's if it's some, it, like he, he'll get a couple. He's in Texas. Yeah. If he can push the needle at all, I'm all for it. Mm, yeah. You know no, I, mean? I agree with you. I just I think that at this point, like. How many people are sitting on because the, the people that this kind of comment reaches and 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 helps is somebody who is just teetering on the fence. They just don't know what to do, but they're in a community where like nobody's getting vaccinated and they're just like, oh, yeah, well, every, my uncle says or yeah. my neighbor says. Right. And then he comes along and he gives them a little bit of permission and they run out in secret and they do it. Yeah. Right. And they don't tell anyone. Right. And I think that's the only person that you get, right? That is that person. The rest of his his flock, their minds are already made up. And now he's just crazy man Jeffress who's wrong about this one. So what you're saying is that the two possible outcomes of this happening are A, Robert Jeffress loses some people in from his from his congregation, mm -hmm. or B, Somebody gets vaccinated. I say that's a win-win. We no, we're all I, doing great. I know. And I'm not going to say <laughs> that he shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm just saying, great. Thanks for coming around. Right, yeah. Great. We're so glad that you finally fucking figured out the thing that you knew the whole time. Yeah. But for cynical reasons, you went the other direction publicly. Well, you know, at least, uh, Yeah. There you go. Anyway, listen, if you have anything you'd like to say about any of the things that we're talking about so far, please feel free to write into us. Podcast at thankautomatheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message. Telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's some uh, correspondence coming up. Yeehaw! Well, Frank, 
Dan, I have not told you what uh, what I've audio. You've been so secretive about it. It's uh, why I, because I like to spring it on you. Oh gosh, uh, get a, a, an actual real reaction. Yeah, there from you me go. rather than me faking one. R- r- yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> this is a guy. Here's what I want you to do. I want you guys to imagine, t- picture in your mind. You remember Paulie from The Sopranos? Paulie. Oh yeah, the the one that looked like a merganser, like a, like a like a reverse like skunk or something. It's got white stripes on the side and black up. Anyway, yeah. Picture that face and then imagine his meaner looking older brother. Okay. Uh then you'll you'll have a decent sense of uh Pastor Kent Christmas. Ah, which okay. sounds like a happy, cute, fun yeah. guy. Like no, if your last totally. name's Christmas, you're thinking, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. No, he looks, he's a cranky, mean looking old man. Oh. And, uh, and I, I also want you to imagine him wearing a black shirt with a collar that is inexplicably high, like Edwardian high. I don't know why his collar goes so high. And he's rolled up his like very long, very wide uh, cuffs on his sleeves. What? This guy's a mess. And for some reason, this shirt has multiple colored buttons, which I say, if you've got rainbow buttons, you should be gay positive. Yeah. Well, trigger warning, he ain't. <laughs> let's, uh, let's hear what he has to say. All right. I'm excited. We have all of this going on for the last couple of 20, 30 years. And while we're building the biggest churches, never have Christians' children been more taken over by homosexuality than they are right now. If I asked each and every one of you to stand that has a son, daughter, or a niece, or a nephew, or a brother or sister that is gay, half of you would stand up in this building because it is a demonic spirit that's come after our seat. And the church that God is raising up in this hour is going to have authority over that. I listen, listen, we are not going to tell them they're going to hell. We're not going to tell them they're scum. We're going to tell them that they're born of God, that God will set them free, change them by the power of the Holy Ghost. Put them on our platforms to sing our God is an awesome God by the power of the Lord. There you go. Uh, I feel like the big revelation here is at very li- is that he's throwing everyone the bone of we're not going to tell them they're scum. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what a loving message. Well, well, gee, thanks. Oh, you're so kind. Oh, like, yeah, we're we're just going to Ooh, we're going to hate the- you without telling you you're scum. Yeah, I mean, it, for me listening to it. Yeah, okay, I'm listening to what he's saying, and oh, all right. It's the cheering. Yeah. That's the rough one. Yeah. Because, I mean, he does, he's, he opens, and he, rightly so, half of you would raise your hand or stand, whatever yeah. you said, if if I asked you who has a gay family member, Yeah. basically. Right? Correct. We all have them. Yeah. And then that level of cheering is, oh, I actually really hate that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I agree with you, Uncle Evil Man. Mm-hmm. Uh 
yeah, I I hate gays too. I'm disgusted too. by my by my nephew, cousin or nephew yeah. or son or daughter, daughter or whatever. Yeah, cute, right? Great. Uh, you should see the size of this audience, by the way. It, it, oh, it sounds like an arena. It's it's enormous. Yeah, yeah. we're talking. It is arena size. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> pretty gross. Pretty gross. Uh, it's Christmas all year round there with uh with with pastor christmas <laughs> oh i bet he i bet he gets some traction just because of that oh yeah yeah because literally mm. you look at the man and you can't possibly want to hear what he has to say <laughs> visually speaking i'm saying it's a that's a non-starter yeah. so he's got to have more going for him mm. i think the the name helps a lot <laughs> i'm gonna change my name to christmas yeah dan christmas i'm dan christmas I feel like I, wow, I went crazy just thinking that that might be my name. Just imagining that that was my name, I think I turned into a prospector. I think I was going to go out under the Klondike and try and make my fortune. Okay. We had some folks right into us. Let's, let's get to that. Good Lord. I'm completely confused. Well, I, who knows? Maybe it's just maybe maybe it's just uh, Yukon Cornelius. It's that sort of connection with oh, Christmas or something. Yeah, I don't okay. know. All right, cool. Anyway, uh, we had some folks write into us. Um, you you remember that last week we talked about uh, you talked about how do you how do you face Mecca when you're praying in space? Right, <laughs> right. Uh, which sounds like a ti- a good title for something. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Hilda. One of the things we just dis- we discussed was like when you're in. One of the big, one of the Nordic countries. When when you're way oh, up yeah. north, yeah, and you you know you're supposed to fast from sun up to sundown. You have easy Ramadan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How easy is it? So Hilda wrote into us. I thought you might be interested in knowing that in the north of Norway during Ramadan, when there's midnight sun, Muslims are using the time of sunset and sunrise in Mecca to decide when to fast. Hmm. Which. That's a ripoff right there. Yeah. Then Mecca's close to the equator. You're just having to do a full damn day of sun on that one. <laughs> uh, the agreement is that no one should fast more than 20 hours each day. So the Muslims living further south in the country where the sun is down for more than four hours each day are actually actually have to fast for longer than the ones who have the midnight sun. Or, or Yeah. Anyway. Is there a lot of like vacationing to go see relatives? You gotta, Spend you gotta go somewhere else. Time <laughs> with relatives in the north. Depending on where you are, you just gotta find your, you gotta find the right sweet spot. Yeah, for your, uh, for your Ramadan. Oh my God, that's. I mean, of course they came up with something. They had to. Yeah. I say, I take, I take a more, um, a more sort of uh, rabbinical approach. I think to the things like this, which is to say that if God provided a loophole. You're not wrong for taking part in it. <laughs> right. Exactly. If the loophole's there, it's not God God created the earth the way it is. If there's this agreement, this doesn't make sense to me. Because if there's an agreement that you shouldn't have to fast more than 20 hours, then just like, well, you're you're the asshole who lives super far north. Yeah. Right? Like 20 hours. Just do, why yeah. why do you get like a shorter one? <laughs> Just because you're you moved to that place, that doesn't make any sense to me. It should just max it twenty hours. Just max it out. Yeah, yeah. be on the same schedule as the folks in the south of the same country. I I I feel like uh, yeah. I who knows? 
I don't, these I, things. These things. Ugh, believers. <laughs> so it a. Uh, I I mean I think the real conclusion is people get real real upset about stuff that is actually just fake. Yeah, that's what's amazing is how uptight everybody has to get about the rules for something that isn't even real. Right. Cute. Yeah. It's oh fun. My God. Yeah. I, I mean I've seen people argue over you know the rules of the game Uno, so I guess I don't. It's. <laughs> People will just fight over rules. Uh, Hi, Frank and Dan. Uh, this is from Eric, uh, who grew up here in Utah. Says, uh, I'm also a nurse and wanted to shed some light on the question you raised about nurses and science. Remember, oh, yeah. We were ranting about how like all of these nurses are losing their jobs because they won't get vaxxed. Yeah. We're just sort of confused about how anybody in the medic works in medicine can not understand yeah. that vaccines are... The, the, these are a good thing, yeah. this vaccine. Yeah. Um, uh, Eric goes on, um, in the past 20 years, there has been a big nursing shortage. Mm. Regular brick and mortar schools simply couldn't meet the demand. So here enters the online and pay for play type schools. Most of these schools do not have as rigorous of standards for admission. That is not to say that all nurses who went to this type of school are poorly educated. Quite to the contrary. I have many uh, colleagues that use this type of non-traditional education because it worked better for them, and they are excellent clinicians. It did, however, loosen up the filter to allow students who would never have previously met academic rigor for ac acceptance into a regular school. Hmm. These folks are scary and give nurses a bad name. Nursing attracts all kinds and all backgrounds because it's a steady paycheck and comes with a bit of prestige. There's also many levels of education within nursing. Uh, ADN, BSN, MSN, MSNBC. Just kidding. That was me. <laughs> Fox not. News. Fox News. And DNP uh, would be Doctor of Nursing Practitioner. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, Eric apparently is a doctor nurse. Oh, well done. Happy. Ha well done, doctor nurse. <laughs> uh, but all it takes to be licensed is an associate nurse degree. Mm. Uh, it doesn't even have to be a science degree. So... You get a right-wing nutball with a crap education, and there you have it, a nurse with all the science acumen of Donald Trump. Hmm. Uh, that being said, I must admit, I didn't gain a true understanding of science or medicine until I entered my doctoral program. Of course, even the finest of education can't stop the ideological idiots of the world. I personally know a neurologist and a few other highly trained clinicians that are anti-vax due to either their political or religious beliefs. Oh, God. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, it's, a, it's a shit world out there. <laughs> I know. Human beings are bad at it. Whatever, how, whatever how it is. How have we made it this far? I just don't get it. It, uh, it, it turns out it actually doesn't take much. <laughs> we have bumbled our way through millennia. But like, you know, modernity, this was no small feat. You know, we're like... We're sitting here talking into microphones. Yeah. Our voices are going to travel out all over the world. Yeah. We also may have we broken pay... the earth in the process. <laughs> well, fair enough. We, we literally caught everything on fire doing it. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> and we're going to okay. run out of water. I don't know. Lots. Of, so it's not like we're doing great. I'm just saying. I know. But we did. We've, we've up to this point. We've also achieved some things that are just like mind boggling. It's true. It's like, true. Really. We, we've we've yeah. achieved a lot of cool stuff. And I don't understand how. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
we're we're a quiz we're we're a puzzling species yeah Uh, Mm. so there you go uh thanks for that dr dr nurse eric um we had some folks generously give to us i will start us off with a a new deacon uh who is ryan thank you ryan so much for your uh your one-time donation over on uh paypal and I believe that you have some Patreon donors to thank as well. I do indeed, Dan. We have uh, a new teacher by the name of Dan. Oh, well, a- and since he's Dan, not only does he now get magical powers from us, but he's obviously handsome. <laughs> um, we have a new deacon by the name of Chris. Thank you, Chris. A new, another new teacher by the name of Maddie. Okay, Maddie, well done. And another new teacher by the name of Jared. Woo! So thank you to all of you. If you'd like to join them, you can do so. You can go to thankgodimatheist.com. And who wouldn't want to do that? And click on the support tab. And then there's options. There's, there are things that you can do. You can go buy yourself some priesthoods if yeah. you want. You you give us money. We give you magic powers. It's a win-win situation, everybody. <laughs> I don't know how you could possibly lose. <laughs> And then, as always, Dan, we have our, our top donor to thank, our Lord and Savior, Demonium. Thanks, guys. More to come. So, Dan. Yeah. As we kind of teased at the beginning of the show, we wanted to talk about uh, Christianity. Right? Yeah. And, uh, and, and Christians in general, they, they, they're always feeling so persecuted. Right? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, you know, to be honest, we don't really like them. No. And no. plenty of people <laughs> yell at them. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I mean, they're definitely not, like, in any kind of uh, minority numbers and their power isn't really all that threatened. Oh but, no! They have they have done an excellent job of securing their power. Yeah. They are they now control our our everything. Yeah, but so like, but we, we don't like that. We don't like it, and, and us not liking it equals persecution. Oh, absolutely. Um, and so we were just kind of thinking about like, what would it look like if Christians maybe approached this uh, criticism that so many of us are willing to uh, lob their direction. Uh, what if they took it with a little bit of humility, wait, right? Instead, wait, what? what? What if they actually How behaved dare you, but like even... Christians? Oh, okay. So here's here's the, an interesting thing. I saw a lot of this comes from a TikTok that I saw. I hate that, but that's okay. It's <laughs> we credit where it's due, sir. I know, but the, we're being inspired by TikTok. All right. Well, and this TikToker actually does inspire me. He's actually a priest. Mm. And it's interesting because he, he's a, uh, an Episcopal priest mm-hmm. uh, here in these United States. And every video that I've seen of his, mm-hmm. I've been like, oh, well, I, I like this guy. Mm. Not my normal thing. You know what I mean? Like mm. my response to Christians isn't generally that. Mm. Okay. Uh, and he was talking, in this particular video, he told the story of how he was at Starbucks and a guy appro- a guy saw him in his collar. He was in his priest collar mm-hmm. and a guy approached him. I, I pity these guys. They wear, their, they wear their work uniform and they can't avoid people talking to him. Well, yeah. Uh, but this guy that came up to him was a Christian and just mm-hmm. wanted to talk to him about how persecuted Christians were. Oh, yeah. And his response was, first, eh, n- no. Mm-hmm. And second, 
he he said, what if we're not being persecuted? What if we are just under review? Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, correct. You have, you have, uh, yes, correct. You are under review. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found out about all of the uh, molestation. So yes. we're going to have to do some reviewing on that. Right. We've also discovered that you are, that uh, Christianity, especially in the United States, largely hypocritical. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to review that. Uh, questionable power structures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some, mm-hmm. uh, some pretty rough stuff. Uh, a lot of, uh, real trouble with the LGBTQ, mm-hmm. uh, community as well as, women you know, women, general. just, yeah. just the a- females basically across the board. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. well over half of humanity, mm-hmm. you guys seem to have real problems with. So we're just going to review all of it. <laughs> We've got an issue. Uh, so yes, you're under review. I just thought it was a a very your as you say a very humble position right from which to be hearing the criticism that's coming your way right well and I mean it, like honestly like if you were a member of a group right and literally everyone around you who's not a member of your group is like you guys got some problems yeah and you don't at some moment like go wait a second do we maybe we do right Um, like is that not (laughs) how i mean i know that's actually really genuinely just not how human beings yeah no work have you met people (laughs) because if you haven't let me introduce you uh they don't like that i know but like what they prefer is let us all now huddle together and commiserate, and we'll just hate them right back. And uh, go on the attack. And go on the attack. Yeah. Absolutely. It is never, like, introspection requires work, and uh, you have to, like, sort of work through the pain mm-hmm. of of the possibility of your own wrongness. You have to admit that you have a problem. Yeah. 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 And that hurts. And that you're not perfect. That It yeah. feels not great yeah. to do that. Yeah. Uh, whereas... If you get to have a whole bunch of your friends say, well, they're all very, they're just assholes and you can just feel great about yourself. I mean, it's, what's funny is I posted, so I posted that TikTok on my Facebook page. And oh, you can do that. Oh, you'd be amazed what the technology can do, Frank. It's a different platform. You can cross the streams, Frank. No, we were warned. <laughs> We've <laughs> been warned, Dan. I look, I, I am a man in his forties. I post my TikToks up to my Facebook. I take, <laughs> it's just, it's just what I do. For those of you un, under the age of 30, Facebook is an old version of social media that we used to use, uh, back in the olden days. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I, I had a friend who I think is religious, but is very clearly disaffected by a lot of religion. Mm-hmm who responded to that video by saying, yes, I wish people could see that they're acting so non-Christ-like and and could see that, you know, they're not being Christians at all. Mm. To which I had to say, "Um, this is a no true Scotsman fallacy that you're presenting me. Mm. Because at some point, we have to acknowledge that when... All of the when when the majority of the Christians are assholes, <laughs> assholery is what Christianity is now. Yeah, 
and maybe always, mm-hmm. but certainly now, like certainly, yeah, this one Episcopal priest notwithstanding, definitely mm-hmm. in the minority. If you've ever met a Christian, if you've met guy. a Christian, you know he is not what Christianity is. Right, he might be what red letter biblical believers in christ (laughs) should be right maybe like when i read christ's words in the bible i definitely go more towards that yeah uh they're the only words in the bible i'll read (laughs) you won't read them either frank well no 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 i just the red ones just stand out oh sure you're like which i always was jealous of the red letter are the our Mormon Bibles didn't have didn't have red letter. Oh, they have, should. They should. It's a great feature. They could even do red letters in the Book of Mormon and then and blow everybody's mind. <laughs> they've got they've got their own Jesus talking. Oh, oh god. That's what they should be doing. But yeah, I mean, I think I think in the at the end of the day, we got to acknowledge that like what I believe a Christian should be from reading the Bible is nothing to do with what a Christian is. What right. it means to be a Christian now is something very different than my idea of what Jesus wanted for his followers to do. Well, yeah, because <laughs> like we can look at what what Jesus says in the Bible yeah. and be like, oh, it's a religion of love and, you know. Mostly. Jesus had his moments. Yeah, but I mean, you know. It's, but mostly. It's pretty, pretty mm, feel good. Blessed you know. are the peacemakers. Yeah. Blessed are the meek. Yeah. Like what American Christian would ever want to value meekness or peacemaking? Have you met that Christian? Because yeah. most of them don't. Yeah. they Well, they name guns peacemakers. <laughs> <laughs> That's. That's very true. <laughs> they yeah. they believe, yeah, I mean, they you can't have peace unless you uh, prepare for war. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh no, that it's they literally I like one multiple of the possibilities for that I would was going to choose from for the audio that I was going to play today. Mm-hmm. Uh multiple of the options were guys saying, "If you try to make me take that vaccine, I'll shoot you in the face." God. Like you're a follower of Christ. That's that's what you claim. That's mm-hmm. your religion. Have you have you ever read any of the Christ part? Because maybe you're not. Yeah, but this is this is your rules now, Dan. Yeah, I know. You can't you can't say that that's not Christianity. I have to change what I believe Christianity is because yeah. uh, I know what I thought I read. Right. But what I what you read in the Bible and how what you think the ideal for Christianity is is not what Christianity is. Whatever Christians are doing, that's the true Scotsman. Yeah. That's what's real. That's yeah. what's happening. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's it ain't pretty right now. I don't know what it looks like in, in other parts of the world, but uh, American Christians, they're in a bad place. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's an ugliness. <sighs> uh, so I don't expect the, uh, the, the humble approach to take hold. I guess that's what I'm getting at. I, I know. I want, like, you just want it to. Yeah. Because that would be the healthier way be, to handle it. Oh, yeah. You know? It would be it would be the uh, the happier, kinder. But if, if there was the, the world where they 
the Christians could do that, they wouldn't be the Christians that we're so worried about. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, these guys never will. And if we ever had those guys, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about them. And the truth is, you know, I was almost going to say that it could just be the loud vocal minority. Uh, And the loud vocal minority is there. And they're they're certainly the extremist part of this. Mm -hmm. But most of the Christians that I've met, you can't convince them that the part, you know, they're holding on to to elements of Christianity with both fists uh, (laughs) that they are certain are there are fundamental to their belief system and deeply rooted in the Bible. There has, they have no roots in the Bible. Right. Your hate, your disgust at trans people. Mm -hmm. You find that verse for me. I'll pay you a thousand dollars to find that verse in the Bible. Mm. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, like, but they're certain of it. They're certain of it. Anyway, I'm, uh, I've, uh, I think the conclusion is, uh, what, fuck Christians? <laughs> is that what we're getting? Oh, feeding. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Persecute them. That's persecute what we want. Persecute the Christians. Go persecute some Christians. They Find a Christian. fucking deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> and they already think they are being persecuted. Yeah, you might as so well. So what damage are you going to do? Honestly, you're just... You're you're helping them fulfill their fantasy. You're kind of making their day. You're kind of helping. You're doing a good deed. Get out there and persecute a Christian. <laughs> it's it's the best thing you could do for him. <laughs> good Lord, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But do do review them. They are under review. They're under Christianity, under review. We're putting you on notice, Christianity. You are under review. Uh, it's not going well for you. No. We may have to fire you. Oh, if only. Uh, if you would like to tell us about Christians that you are reviewing currently, please <laughs> write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com. That, that's that thing I was telling you about before. It's a website. You can find it. Uh, facebook.com slash Atheist. Click the like button. I don't care if you're even on Facebook. And if you'd like to join one of our two members only lounges you can uh, find them by going to thankgodimatheist.com slash members only and there's something over on discord yeah if that's your cup of tea and there's something for uh, you older folk over uh, <laughs> on uh, that thing called facebook yes indeed uh thanks so much to the red rock hot club for their use of their fine music and thanks to gordon johnston for the use of his music and thanks to all y'all for tuning in we sure do appreciate you thanks guys bye-bye